Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about their purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, leave with your gifts and know that your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. My next guest is truly a dreamer. She's there's a dream in Never scoop. She is the executive chef, owner, and founder of Creamalicious Ice Cream. Creamalicious, if you don't know Creamalicious Ice Cream, has been in the news a lot lately in a very positive way. But also, she wants to respond to some things that have been on social media. But more importantly, it's about trust. And she trusts and believes that, you know, there's a sense of purpose in what she's doing in her life. I've invited her on Money Making Conversation Masterclass to tell her story, to get us updated. Welcome to the show, Executive Chef Liz Rogers. Hi, how are you? Are oh, you looking good? Nice to see you. Thank you. Where, where Thank are you based so in? What city are you based in? So I'm based here in Cincinnati, Ohio. So I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. And the whole brand of Cream Malicious, how did that get started? I'm an executive chef and restaurateur by trade. So uh, Cream Malicious actually uh, came from all the desserts that we made homemade uh, inside the restaurant. And they were actually just turned into uh, ice cream desserts. So. So when I hear things like slap your mama, you know, uh, uh, you know, the pecan pie, the sweet potato pie, all these things are just Southern favorites. How did you manage to create really, you know, because some people have versions of this, but yours tastes a little bit different and a lot better than your competitors. How is that? 
I think it has a great deal to do with me being a chef and uh, Cramalicious is like Disney. We're the storytellers. Uh, each pint is is very authentic. It's about real times, real people. It's about family. Um, it's an extremely authentic brand. Uh, it really takes you back to childhood memories, uh, just when times were better, you know, uh, when we really didn't have a worry or a care in the world where we could be friends and and we can play until the streetlights come on and you know, just all of those, you know, going to church and coming home and, and having family dinners and and just waiting for the best part of the dinner, which would be the dessert. Dessert's always first and it's always the best and it's always the most exciting part about eating. So I think that... Um, we really stand out just because each each one of the pints they they have a story right. um, that can really resonate with just just an average person. Now, how did it all start? Because I know you, you know right now you, you, your social media is blowing up. You know, there's a little controversy around the Walmart launching a, another ice cream called Juneteenth. But before we get into that, how did you get in the ice cream business? I got in the ice cream business uh, because I love I love food. I love desserts. I I love sweets. So I'd rather eat sweets than 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 regular food. And um, <laughs> just really from just owning my own restaurants and mm-hmm. just uh, being innovative, I pride myself on being extremely innovative. Cremalicious is more than a dessert; it's absolutely an experience. So we do take fresh baked pastries from the south. Um, four generations of family-owned recipes and we bake them in their entirety and they're combined in the pint. So I really wanted an Alamo pint, the best of both worlds. I didn't want the consumer to have to choose. They can have the best of both worlds and really, really being innovative with the flavors and the brand names and where the actual dessert originated from. uh, That was extremely important to me as well to, for it to be a conversation piece. Now, now your brand was out there doing well. You got picked up in other stores besides Walmart. You're in Target. You're in other stores that are competitors of Target and Walmart. But more importantly, Kroger's. You're in Kroger stores. I know I, I actually walked, was walking down the ice cream aisle. I looked over to my right. That's how pretty malicious. I said, wow, you're here too. So you're in a lot of, as they say, A-level brand stores, which is, which is, which is amazing for a new product. What is what is your testimony or test a, a, a statement when I tell you you're in these high level stores? And you know, also, if I'm missing any stores, please mention them because I don't want to upset any of your other clients. Yeah, we're we're um, we're in Walmart, of course. Uh, we're in Kroger. We're in Meyer. Uh, we're in Target, Jungle Gyms. We're we're all over the country. It's a national brand now, and uh, it's been a, a really amazing opportunity for Cream Malicious and the actual brand. We have, um, it's not the easiest uh, being an African-American woman and minority uh, ice cream manufacturer at any rate. You know, um, Cream Malicious is one of the first and only African-American ice cream manufacturers in mass production in the world today. So I really kind of set out to do this mostly because I understood that there was just definitely uh, a need Right. There was this huge hole in the category, I felt, um, that's really overcome by these huge giants that's, you know, in the world that, you know, has been here since we were kids. And, you know, for me, I, you know, it's cheers to the underdog. I just want other entrepreneurs to understand that if they have a dream, 
they need to just go for their dream and not be afraid to take risk and, you know, follow your passion. And as you always say, lead with your gifts. And I really do believe in that. And I do, I do seek that uh, as much as possible to be an inspiration so that we can make room for other people to be on the shelves as well. But I also know that if opportunities do not come to you knocking on your door, that it's time that we understand that we have to go out and we have to create our own opportunities. And to not be afraid to call up some of these retailers and say, hey, could you give me a shot? And if they say no, you got to keep trying. At the end of the day, all they can do is say no, but they may say yes. Absolutely. And then you have to be ready when they say yes. That's the whole key. You know, like I said, you can jump, but you better jump with a plan, better jump with a little money, and most importantly, jump with the product to be able to deliver. Now, there's a dream in every school, because you started mentioning about dreams and talking about people living their dream and reaching their dream and not being deterred when their dreams are being denied. Why do you say there's a dream in every scoop of Korean Delicious? You know, um, just having this ice cream on the shelf, it's its bigger than me, right? It's its so much bigger than me. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, there's this, this it's more than just a pint of ice cream for, for people to eat and enjoy. It's the accomplishment of, of just almost doing the impossible. You know, sometimes people don't believe in you. They can't see your vision. They don't understand what you're trying to do. And then everybody, you know, want, wants to be around and they want to be with you when you're winning, right? But nobody wants to to be on that bus when it's slowing down, everybody's jumping off, and then you just have everybody that wants to ride the bus when when it's going fast, you know, and 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 there's opportunity and people can see that. And then there's this expiration date, right? So you're you're kind of racing against time. And you have to really understand, you know, what it means to have hope. I mean, hope keeps us driven, it keeps us in the game. You know, you you feel like as long as you have hope. You feel like you can actually win. You know, once you lose hope, you're going to lose, you know. So I try really hard to make sure that I can provide what I need for myself and what I've set out to do because you only have one life. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now, you started becoming on uh, various people's radar at the top of the year, January. I started seeing people love free videos of your malicious on TikTok. And, and so it was, so you were kind of like a, I wouldn't say underground brand because you were in Target stories. You was, like you said, Myers and, and the Jungle Gym and, and then Walmart at the time. But then in January, it seemed like the world discovered you. What impact did that have on your business? Because I think you went in Kroger's in March, correct? That's correct. Um, Kroger's uh, expanded the brand a lot more than what I thought they would. So that was great. And just trying to keep up with the demand for um, what's going on here, um, you know, just just out here and being compared to, I mean, like, it's crazy because I'm like, right on the shelf next to Ben and Jerry's and Haagen-Dazs and, <laughs> and Nestle. So it's kind of unreal, you uh-huh. know, but it's happening. And, you know, it's it's not as easy to stay on the shelf. You know, we're looking for, you know, support. We're wanting to be acknowledged because we do have a very good product. I'm still learning. I'm still perfecting my product. I'm still learning what type of marketing to do. Um, sorting out the people that surround me, uh, building a stronger infrastructure, and just really understanding. People think that 
you you can't make any mistakes. Like you're held to this really, really high standard and you don't get an opportunity to mess up, you know? But the truth of the matter is as a business owner, you're going to make a ton of mistakes. You're going to learn a lot of lessons, but that doesn't mean you have to live in your lessons. But I'm in control of the pen. You know, I've, I've decided that I'm in control of my own headlines and my own destiny and my own future. And, you know, I write my own headlines now. So with Cream Malicious, there's so much that I'm learning um, in the con- consumer packaging goods. But I surround myself by a very knowledgeable team. And you can't do everything by yourself when you're when you're running a business. Cool. Now, Walmart, they put out an ice cream called Juneteenth. And it it was it was it was a it was bad for them because they got a lot of bad publicity, but in some ways it was good for you. Uh, very, very good. Talk about that yin and yang that was happening because suddenly, like in January, people found you for a different reason. Now, Walmart has apologized. Let's make sure everybody understands. Walmart has apologized for distributing the ice cream, and I, and I believe at this time they, they're removing the ice cream from the shelf. But I, this interview is about the impact or positivity that your fans have found you, how they've supported you. So talk about that whole Walmart experience, you know, from the social media, from the fans, and how they have rallied behind you on your social media. And it's almost like if if, if social media was a phone, your phone will be ringing off the hook. It has been ringing off the hook, actually. <laughs> there has <laughs> been um, so many news outlets from across the country that, want me to speak on this. And I pretty much had decided uh, how I was going to deliver my message and decided when I was going to answer to it and what climate I was going to be in. And of course, I trust you, you know, with my life because you're fair and you're very, very much right here. Um, you're not, you're not biased. And it's, 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 it's kind of like, you don't go in and, and make assumptions about things and, and you think about things and, and, and I'm in a safe environment where I can deliver my story. And so I felt really good about how I'm delivering my story in the climate that I'm delivering it in today. So that's why I decided to do this one and only exclusive uh, interview with you. Uh, it, it was very hard because it was very scary because I wasn't really sure how this was going to affect my brand. Right. Um, I didn't know, you know, it could have went either way. And, and even today, you don't know if, you know, you're going to upset someone or if someone's uh, going to, you know, is, if there's going to be backlash or you just don't know. But all I know is today, I just have to be my authentic self um, and a businesswoman and understand exactly uh, what I'm dealing with right now. And it was a, a very unfortunate situation, but I think the blessing of it was all of the people out in the world that really supported me. I mean, like literally some of the posts really made me cry. I got thousands of messages, emails, letters, inboxes, uh, posts, just people just reaching out, just really wanting to be supportive of this brand. It was just like, you know, cheers to the underdog because I am the underdog, right? And I'm I'm cool with that because it's what I know. It's all I know how to do is come back from it and basically stand my ground. But when you're yourself and when you're authentic and you stand by your brand and your name, that's all that really matters. And I, I wanted people to really understand that I never went through a diversity department in any of 
the retailers that I got involved with right. where Cray Malicious is being sold. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I did that for a reason because I wanted to be in the stores for my own merits, my hard work, the quality of my product. I didn't want a handout. I didn't want people to feel like, you know, they had to meet a quota or, you know, we're just going to give you a shot because you're black and we have to have an African-American or a minority or a black woman in in the stores. I wanted them to understand that my brand is just as good as anyone else's. I'm just not as big. I may not have all the resources. I may not uh, have all the capital that other brands have to really, really grow this brand. But every day I invest in myself by working hard and investing in my brand and making sure that my brand has what it needs to compete and be successful. And I just really compete with myself. So I feel like everybody that reached out, everybody that was on those posts and the shares and the likes and and just how they stood up, you know, it just meant everything to me. And it really gave me everything to keep going. I'm talking to the executive chef, founder, owner of Premalicious, uh, Liz Rogers. Liz, um, there are a lot of rumors I want to clear up right now. You know, first of all, first rumor out there is that the Juneteenth ice cream was a collaboration between Walmart and Premalicious. Can you answer that? AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. 
and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's definitely a false rumor. Um, I never knew that Walmart was doing a Juneteenth ice cream. I've never given them any recipes of our recipes, our, our red velvet ice creams are totally different. I have chocolate chunks in my red velvet ice cream. Um, my recipes are formulated and proprietary uh, with food scientists that I personally work with to Cremalicious. So I had no idea what Walmart did or what they were doing. I'm not involved in anything that they do as it relates to the great value brand. So um, this was not a joint venture deal. Um, this was nothing to do with me. So their decisions are just that, and it has nothing to do with Cremalicious. I'm speaking to Executive Chef Liz Rogers of Cremalicious. Uh, another rumor is that uh, you're going to take your ice cream. You're so mad. You're so mad that you're going to take your ice cream off the shelves of Walmart. That's very false. Um To be perfectly honest, um, I've had a very good relationship with Walmart for about a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. Uh, The category manager has always been extremely attentive to me. He's always watched out for me and really has been there, you know, personally. He's always done an amazing job um, as it relates to Cremalicious and the growth of Cremalicious. And he's expanded my brand three times. So that's not true. And I'm a businesswoman. You know, I can't just go around taking stuff off the shelf, um, whether I agree with things or not, you know, but it has nothing to do with the business. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now, when you talk about now the fan support, now that now, now that's what really puts a smile on your face. Like you talked about, while while the Juneteenth ice cream was on the shelf, fans were out there saying, "Hey, you got cream malicious on there. You should be supporting that one. You should." That's the ice cream. That that ice cream was fantastic. Now that's the part as a brand, as an entrepreneur, that's all you want. All you want is for your customer to come to your rescue. And sometimes coming to the rescue is by buying your product. In this case, they will not only buy your product, but they were promoting your product. And that's why you're getting these calls all over the country. And Executive Chef Liz, this has to be, in some ways, a turning point for your brand because now it's putting it in a different lane of popularity, correct? It is. And, and uh, the ice cream is selling out all across the country and I'm trying to keep up with the demand. And now I have to find more investors. I got to find more. Um, I just have to keep it moving. And the mm-hmm. fan support was just absolutely amazing. But I want people to understand that, you know, we're going to continue to need support. We're going to continue to need support to grow and to bring more flavors and to bring uh, more to the to the category and to really make this a, a huge movement. You know, this is a really, really big deal. It's the only African-American ice cream in mass production in the world. That's really huge. I don't think people understand 
what this can mean, you know, that this could possibly bring about more entrepreneurs that want to get in the stores, not just in the ice cream category, but period. You know, there's so many, I'm looking at Instagram and there's so many amazing pastry lines and <laughs> coffees and creamer. There's so much that we can do and we can contribute to at this very moment. And we have to keep doing it. Uh, even if you're not buying the pint, tell somebody about it dedicate, support, keep supporting. It shouldn't have an expiration date. We have to keep keep this going. Absolutely. Now, you said something that was important here now because sometimes uh, sudden popularity can cause a shift in the money that you have for the ice cream that you're trying to put on the shelf. Are you looking for investors or investors should contact you? Or we're not talking about everybody because you are a person trying to expand your brand. You know, when you go from 2,000 stores to 4,000 stores or 4,000 stores to 6,000 stores and 10,000 stores across the country, that is tied in for additional revenue to be able to make the ice cream. Tell everybody how that really works and how you feel about where you're going over the next couple of years with Creamalicious. I'm definitely looking for um, more investors, but I'm looking for the right investors. You know, right. I'm very, all money's not good money. And I'm I'm really not in a situation where I can make any mistakes. You know, right now, um, I have to be extremely strategic. I have to think about uh, the people that I'm allowing to be in my circle. I have to understand uh, the investors that I currently have now, they're not multimillionaires, but they're well-to-do. They have families. And that's, I really love that. I, and, you know, because Creamalicious, it's a generational brand. It is a brand that's going to be around like Coke or Pepsi. It's, it's Disney stock. You right. know, I, I remember reading a story where um, Walt Disney was trying to do partnerships or get loans from banks and everybody's turning them down. I've been in that situation. I've been turned down so much and just strung <laughs> along and mm-hmm. all the things that go with, mm-hmm. with raising money, which is extremely discouraging. And then you meet these people that are just regular people, hardworking people, just like you that believe in you. And it grows from there. And I'm a, I'm a working owner. So as a CEO, I'm very hands-on. I'm, I'm very creative. I do a lot of product development for national companies that I'm, I'm working with now, creating pints. And I'm very good at um, product development. So that's really a huge wheelhouse of mine. And it, it has a lot to do with uh, being an executive chef. But at the same time, um, just going back to this experience that I've experienced the past week, um, yes, I'm an executive chef, but I don't cook with politics. And so that's something that I don't want to have my brand involved in in any way, shape, form or fashion. So that's a really big thing for me as well. So just finding the right people and um, making sure that I am affiliated with the right persons or person for my brand is is very key. Now, I I watched on other TV, I saw Martha Stewart do this, um, I guess, a a flea market at a house. She was on TV. I see... uh, you know, you know, Rachel Ray, she was cooking show, kind of like talk show. Or, you know, is that something in your future? You're very articulate, you, you know, you, you, you're a successful entrepreneur. Are you going to stay in the kitchen or are you looking or seeking opportunities to be in front of the camera as a motivator, as an actress, as a TV host? Talk to us. I definitely 
would hope to God that Tyler Perry caused me to be in a movie. <laughs> and I definitely <laughs> want my own show. Tyler Perry, uh, you're Tyler Perry. Do you want to be on your movie, Tyler Perry? <laughs> I um, I would love to have a story done on my life because my my journey, my life is very profound. Mm-hmm. Um, when I spoke earlier about the underdog. Um, losing everything, um, watching all of your dreams just be shattered into a million pieces. And you're watching, you know, all these pieces shattered, kind of like a puzzle. And here you are, you're, you're trying to figure out how do you put yourself back together? And it just starts with one piece at a time. And then you're taking these pieces, trying to make them fit and they don't fit into these pieces. And then you try another piece and you just keep going until you can finally understand what your purpose is and what you're doing. Um, my story is, a, is definitely a story of inspiration because, you know, you got to keep it moving. You know, even if, even if you fall, you got to get back up and it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big deal. So I'm hoping to be able to get a show and, um, be able to read the mic, meet the right people and definitely, um, get someone that understands that I, I do have talent and I do, uh, have a lot to give back as well. Well, I, I, I would say this. I'm, I'm looking at a person who's um, shining, a shining star. I say that because of the fact that uh, not only are you saying all the right things, but you're delivering them with a lot of honesty. And when, you, when, when something like this happens, because you had no control of it, and you had to respond, and you had to be you were frustrated, I'm sure. And um, now you're at a point in your life where you're flipping the scripts. You're turning into something that some people may deem as a negative. Some people may wilt. You're showing strength. Where's that strength coming from? And how can you encourage other people who face adversity to overcome the odds? My strength comes from my mom. You know, I watched my mother. um, She was a welder and I lost my mom several months ago. uh, Unexpected uh, cancer diagnosis. And it's been extremely hard, but she was very strong. She raised all four of us by herself. Uh, she worked as a welder, like I said. She was the only woman that worked at her her job. And um, I just remember her just coming home so tired. And we just we just never wanted for anything. We didn't have a lot, but, we, but she was very strong. And it was like nothing ever bothered her, you know. And then it, it wasn't until, you know, she got sick, I understood, you know, even though she was very hard on me, you know, it's like, you know, I ran track. I played in the Junior Cleveland Orchestra for four years. I write music. I, I do a lot. Um, I've, I've done a lot. Um, I didn't realize how much of an artist I was until I really got into the culinary arts. And with my mom, she's always wanted to own a restaurant. She was an amazing cook. And because she was a single parent, she got she never got an opportunity to do that. So I, I really feel like maybe I opened my restaurants and went on the path that I went on um, because of her, you know, um, so that she can live her dream through me. And so this is where we are today. And I just never saw um, anyone disrespect my mother. Um, she always fought for what she believed in. And that was extremely important to me. And I appreciate that to to this day. I didn't realize how much I would need her strength until some of the things started happening, like with the adversity and a lot of things that's going on today in the world that you don't think that you would have to deal with, but here, here you are. So how do you handle it? Well, my friend and my listeners and my viewers, I guess, I'm talking to executive chef Liz Rogers. She's the owner and founder of Cream Malicious. Juneteenth is coming up. 
And her ice cream is available. It's available at Walmart. It's available at Target. It's available at Kroger's. It's available at Myers. It's available at Jungle Gym. More importantly, it's created by an incredible artist that I was uh, fortunate to have on my show to talk about, tell her story. But the story is not tied to negativity. It's tied to positivity. It's tied to uplift. And more importantly, it's tied to encouragement. Basically, when you buy her ice cream, when you taste her ice cream, know that you're participating in a dreamer. And her dreams is allowing you to know that you, too, can be successful. I want to thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass Executive Chef Shit Liz Rogers. Thank you. You have a great day and live life deliciously. I appreciate you. If you want to hear or see this interview on Money Making Conversation Masterclass, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.